across the city and South Cambridgeshire. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the Terraces, on Cambridge 105 Radio. Well, good afternoon and welcome to another edition of From the Terraces. Uh, all the usual things on today. We'll be talking about uh, a United's woeful performance yesterday. We'll be talking uh, to Robbie Nightingale. Uh, another defeat, unfortunately, for City, leaving them just above the relegation zone. But it's early days in the season and there's still confidence that uh, uh, they can uh, improve as they get players back. Uh, we'll listen to that later on. I caught Lance just before he went out to play golf in the pouring rain. Uh, we'll be talking about Histon's big win yesterday uh, against bottom placed um, uh, uh, Corinthians. Um, we'll uh, play that one as well. And it's FA Cup third qualifying round uh, for the women's football. City and uh, United uh, both in action. City are at Colney Heath and United are at Norwich. That's a two o'clock kickoff for the Colney Heath game and uh, a three o'clock kickoff for the Norwich game. But I think you're, you're struggling to get to either of those, to be fair, if you haven't left already. And you can get in touch with us in all the usual ways. You can text us on 07919 070490. That's 07919 070490. Or you can email studio at cambridge105.co.uk. Uh, but we'll start, as we usually do, with uh, Cambridge United. Okay, so uh, Matt is joining us as usual. Matt, you there? Hey, Tim, how you doing? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. So we have to start off, of course, by talking about Papa John's trophy, much as you don't want to hear it. But uh, the fact that we won is actually, it's nice to talk about a, a United win at the moment. Um, so it was Ipswich at home. All we had to do, say all we had to do, but what we had to do in order to qualify and go on to the next uh, so the next uh, round was do better than uh, Arsenal under-21s did. And it looked like at one stage we might actually, uh, A, uh, draw the game with Ipswich, and B, uh, Arsenal were actually losing. So it looked for a while like we might actually get through. I'm not sure, I know you wouldn't regard that as a good thing, but uh, it, it nearly happened. Um, and then uh, we uh, actually beat Ipswich uh, 1-0. Um, which was in itself interesting. Unfortunately, Arsenal then went on to. Uh, I think they actually won three one in the end, but uh, they scored a, a they scored a second, um, and then went on just at the end to get a third. So although we won and we got uh, the ten ten thousand pounds for winning, it wasn't to be. We don't move forward. That's it for the rest of the uh, the year. I'm sure you're quite happy with that, Matt. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I have to say, um, it's. I mean, the the win was a, was a good thing, and it was good for obviously the fringe players to get out and get some game time against, you know, a decent Ipswich side again. Um, you know, and the fact that okay, the the red card. You know, I read about it the day after. You know, it should never have been a red card. Mark said, 
And, uh, you know, he, he's been booked for, for simulation for his second yellow. And obviously that might have changed the game as well. But, um, you know, it was nice for the fringe players that, that did play the game Tuesday to, to go out there and, as you say, you know, get a win. That's been so very rare uh, this this past month. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was good for Lewis Simple as well to score his first goal. Um, you know, for the club. So, you know, there there were one or two small positives from, from Tuesday's night game, but the biggest one actually is, uh, you know, we're now out of this competition and we don't have to worry about it for another season. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's really interesting because, uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't it definitely wasn't a red card sending, oh, a, a, yellow, a second yellow uh, offence. I, I think it was, there was just a very, very poor refereeing decision. Uh, and it, it did change the game. I'm not. I'm not sure whether it made it any easier for us necessarily. As usual, we we did struggle a little bit against uh, ten men, but uh, um, it, it did give us that bit of an edge. But uh, again, you know, Lewis Lewis Simba scored, although uh, Sam Smith did his absolute best to uh, claim it after the after the match. I think uh, obviously confidence down, and he wants to he wants to be credited with goals. But uh, for me, all the day it was a, a, a Simba goal. But there. Uh, go I'm not sure whether it officially went to him in the end or not um but yeah it, it, it's a it's a distraction it's out the way now we can get on with what we need to get on with and to be fair we don't need any distractions at all um because things are just going really from bad to worse um I've got we've got a text in from Lynchy so 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 first first text for a long time first moan for a long time as he says here so we'll we'll look at that one in a minute but uh, there was very little that you could take out of that performance yesterday, was the Matt? Oh, it was absolutely dreadful, Tim. It was probably the worst game that I've watched for, you know, a, a long, long, long time. It was the worst performance that we've put in for, you know, such a long time. And, and it's crazy saying that because obviously we haven't won a game of football for for quite a while as well but it was uh, it was pathetic it was just abject um, and it's getting to that case you know I'm not going to say oh it's crisis time and things like this because you know the, the manager and the management team for everything that they've done over the past few seasons have absolutely earned themselves some credit you know, to try and turn this around and um, you know you still have to have the faith that they can turn this around and we can start picking up points. And, you know, the players themselves have, in some cases, have definitely had the right to try and, you know, turn this round and make the, you know, make us forget about this and, you know, just use it as a, you know, a, a little point where that's, you know, we don't want to be that bad ever again. But, um, you know, Port Vale started off very, very well in the first half. Should have easily been three or four nil up, and you know that was the time when I was thinking to myself, "Can I nip off at half time and, and not have have to bother to watch the rest of this game?" But you know, I thought, "Oh, we'll, we'll stick in it um, because hopefully, you know, it couldn't get as worse as as what it had been in the first half in terms of our performance." But second half, both both teams sort of you know kind of regressed a little bit. Uh, Port Vale, you know, we nullified Port Vale's attacking threat. That you know that because they were very good in the first half going forward. Um, but you know, we switched our formation, brought on you know players. Uh, well, you know, Greg Taylor went off at half time. Alcan Abire comes on to go back to our tried and trusted sort of four two three one. 
uh, type of formation, which is, you know, as I say, dulled the game out. And I think Mark mentioned it in his comments as well. You know, it, it was really, it was a shocking second half from from both teams. And um, the only unfortunate thing is, is when your luck's down and you're not getting anything from many games and, uh, you know, you're you're looking a very poor team. That's not to say that we are a very poor team, but we are looking like a very poor team right now. And as I say, that, that goal from Paul Digby, bless him, 99 times out of 100, he, he'd stick that, you know, over the bar wide or straight at Man Yun. Or if he did it down in the attacking sense of it, the word, it definitely wouldn't go in. But, you know, he just connected with it right. And and it flies in the corner. And it, it just sums up our luck, you know. And, you know, Port Vale deserved it. Let's not, let's not be honest for their first half performance. They do deserve it. But, my God, we're absolutely shocking right now. And it's one of the worst games of football I've watched in a long, long time. Yeah, and I, I, I'd, I'd love to be able to disagree. Um, you know, people were talking afterwards, oh, they only won because of the uh, own goal. They didn't. They won because we were rubbish. OK, they weren't great, but they were an awful lot better than us. We were just... I, the thing that's most worrying about it is that we were bereft of any ideas at all. We, we, we've got no creativity at the moment, and we, I don't think we could score if you kind of, uh, you know, the half-time, the half-time game could be uh, get the Cambridge strikers on the uh, top of the penalty area and put it into an empty net, and I suspect we probably wouldn't see much there either. It's just, you know, it, 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 there's... there's the problem is, is that you know we've got two two difficult games this week. We've got Wickham away, which is always a nightmare, and then we've got obviously Peterborough uh, in the derby. And I, you know, I don't I don't see how we. I mean, given that we're not scoring goals, I don't see how we can possibly win those games. And it's not, you know, players who were in good form at the end of last year are just just foundering at the moment. And the interesting thing was, and I'd be interested to see what you say about this, is that the substitutions when they came, Nibs came off, who hasn't scored uh, for a while, but actually of, of if you could say everybody, anybody's played well recently, it's been. I think he's 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 not been playing badly, and I don't understand why um, you know Sam Smith stays on the pitch when he's just having a nightmare. I, I think you're absolutely spot on, Tim. I think you. I completely agree with everything that you said there, and um, you know Mark's comments after the game. With you know, I listened to him on the radio, and um, I, I haven't watched the video, but you know, it sounded like he was. Uh, an angry man, um, you know. People were saying from the from the video that the club put up, he looks absolutely sort of you know emotional, dejected, and things like this. And you know, he has a right to be because as and as he said in his comments, the players there are a lot of the players here that should be doing a lot, a lot better than what they actually are. And and you know, like you just said there, you know, Harvey Nibs who you know, was running around a little bit and, you know, putting the effort in, you know, that's something that, you know, we were incredibly lacking right now. And he was putting a little bit more effort in and, as you say, more than what Sam Smith did and probably has done for, you know, quite a few games. And um, as you say, quite rightly, you know, Harvey comes off and he's very, he's very unlucky to be substituted and Sam stays on and he's offered absolutely nothing. And uh, and he's he's not just one player, you know. There's a few others that you know need to need to look at themselves and uh, you know 
unfortunately, like you said, we're not creating anything at all. We don't even look like that. You know, we, we could have a shot from the yard out and I don't even think it would go in, we'd somehow miss it. And that's right, if we can get that close to, to start off with because we can't even get near the goal at the moment. And defensively, we can't keep holding, we keep giving the ball away. You know, we just keep passing it back to the opposition all the time. Um, you know, we, we've gone from the team who used to just clear the ball when we were in danger and, you know, sort of reorganise ourselves and, you know, get ourselves sorted, ready to defend the next attack to, to a team that just gives the ball back to the opposition and then they can have a, you know, a chance or two or three or however many they want. So, and you know, with this week coming up, which we'll, you know, go in more depth about, it's worrying because, you know, we, we've got to go to a place that we never win a game of football ever and try and do something. And then we've got the derby and, you know, it's going to be, you know, high tempo and high pressured enough that, uh, you know, I can easily see us getting, you know, beaten by five or six. And it won't even be it won't even be hard for, for Peterborough because they'll, they'll just turn up and they'll play us off the park. So, but the, these boys need to get their heads together. They need to get their acts together really hard. And, uh, you know, as you said, Tim, you know, they need to start running through a few brick walls and, you know, putting in some performances that we know that they've got in them because, you know, something's got to give, whether it's, you know, the management that I don't want that to happen and Mark doesn't deserve it or it's the players that, that have got to go in January and if people want to come in and buy these players in January, I'll say right now, let's get rid of them and let's try and get some fresh blood in. Yeah, it is It is difficult to, you know, to, to, to figure out what's got to change. Um, you know, Lynch says, so let's just have a look at what Lynch says. First moment for a very long time, which shows how good last few years have been. But what a dreadful performance yesterday. We look like a conference team at best. I'm sure Kurz and Ashton are rubbing their hands at the moment. And I think we said this after the game, it's the worst prep possible for a game that has banana skin written all over it. Um, ever since Bonds was linked to jobs and some players linked to other clubs we've been we've suddenly become so bad I know we don't concede when Taylor was on the pitch I know we didn't concede when Taylor was on the pitch but my god he's way out of his depth in league one like most of us have said he's just too slow in his passing he's awful and he makes mistakes game after game it was only because of Mannion his mistakes didn't lead to a goal the formation with players out of position was bizarre why was Ocadina playing as the wing back and Williams as uh, as one of the three at the back uh, we could have had 100 strikers on the pitch and we'd never have scored in fact our most attacking player was Jones and that that's true actually which pretty much sums us up I'm hoping if we can somehow find a win from somewhere it'll transform us as there's a lack of confidence in this team uh, I do fear for us over the next two games and I think we might take a spanking from the scum next Saturday um yeah, yeah. I thought Jones Jones had Jones had some of the best uh, the best time on the pitch yesterday uh, up front, um, which is not really what you want to be saying about a, a team. Um, but I think. I mean, you, you said it earlier on. We know they can play better than this. We've seen them play better than this. It's, it is it it is definitely a confidence thing. And I think, you know, October was always going to be difficult, but we can't, we can't carry on making excuses. It may be difficult, but there are chances that we've had. Um, you know, Bristol, yesterday, uh, Bristol and then Port Vale yesterday should have been games that we're at least picking up a point from, um, even if we can't win. And I think, you know, uh, Bristol, we should have we should have really won that game, and that's where 
the, the confidence takes another beating because you, you know you know you're unlikely to to get results against the top teams. Um, we're not stupid, but you know if you can't get results against teams that are in and around you, then you know unfortunately bottom is the only way you can go. I, I was looking at the form table yesterday and the goals per game calculation they do, and uh, uh, we're only just going to avoid relegation uh, according to that. Now I know it's way early in the season to be to be looking at that but but that's the that's the trajectory it's downwards at the moment and we don't see that anything could happen and you know let's talk about this week's games you know we've we, we've talked about having hard games uh, recently you've got Wickham who yeah as you say we all know we don't we don't win at Wickham that's just uh, that's almost a given um and then Peterborough which you know much as everyone wants to 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 play it up and uh, and you know beat them i it's it's I mean, it was hard enough, and now it's even harder. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the thing, the thing is, as well, Tim, as you know, as you say, we we can't beat. You know, the big, we can't compete with the bigger teams and all that. Um, but then there are some teams going, you know, over home or away and competing and beating them. You know, I, I think you know Barnsley lost to somebody. Was it Barnsley? It was one of them that lost. Yeah, Morecambe. Yeah, yeah, and this is what I mean. Like, you know, we can do it this year. We haven't done it. If, you, if we think back to last season, when we played most of the big sides up the Abbey, we picked up a point, you know, as a minimum. There weren't too many that came down to our place and actually beat us last year. I think some of them were one of the only couple. There might have been a few more, but Sunderland's the only one that I can think of to my mind. And then, as you say, the, the teams like, you know, the Bristol Rovers and the Port Vowers of, of this league last year, we'd, we'd get a point against at least, that, and that was at worst. Or, we'd, we, you know, we'd put two or three past them and beat them comfortably. And this year, it's not happening at all. And again, you know, Mark said it in his, you know, in his interview that there's too many defeats that should have been, you know, draws as a minimum. And we haven't done enough to earn that yeah. point. You know, so and then, as you quite rightly say, you know, you, you, Tuesday is just going to be, you know, it's going to be a standard if we're lucky. The, the two nil defeat, um, at, you know, at, at best, and then Saturday is, you know, just what is one of those games where I, I think, as you know, you said and Lynch has mentioned as well, it, it's just got five or six nil written all over it. You know, at, at least because they're just not in a good frame of mind. We're not in a good place. And um, if you if you can't get up and you can't fight and you can't battle in the derby and you, as you say you know you know it's going to be hard enough. But this is this is a game that you've got to be up for because it's what the fans want. You know, out of all the other games, you know, yes, we want fight, we want passion in every single game, and you know they are human beings. They can't do it all the time. I mean, they haven't done it for seven or eight games. You know, so if they can't do it, you know, next Saturday against Peterborough. I mean, you know, there, there is something seriously wrong here and, you know, a few of them need to look at themselves, you know, because a few of them have been at this club long enough and should know what the derby's all about and they're going to have to work extremely hard or, you know, it, it, the the atmosphere is going to be ugly enough as it was. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be even more so next Saturday, that's for sure. We don't yeah. quite battle <laughs> in that game. Absolutely. Well, you've referenced uh, what Bond said after the game several times. Let's actually just listen uh, to what he had to say because um, I think it's uh, some of it's quite interesting. So this is uh, this is the post-match uh, interview. I mark a challenging time in terms of results in a in a squad that's stretched by injury and a little bit of illness over the last couple of weeks as well. And 
the fact that today was decided by an own goal was in keeping what was a, a pretty poor game. Yeah, I thought it was a poor game. Um, I think the golf does completely sum up where we are at the moment. Um, we probably started the game and looked a little bit anxious and a little bit flat in certain situations, which is uh, tough. You've got to grab the game by the scruff of the neck. Match-winning performance from Will Mannion because he keeps us in it first half, but we need more people grabbing games and creating match-winning moments themselves. We, we changed things at half-time. We got more control of the game, but there wasn't much creativity about us. And to be honest, it was a dead game second half. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. And then a goal... It just sums it up for us a little bit at the moment. So, um, yeah, tough, tough run of games for us. Tough um, results at the moment. We've lost way too many games. That, that should be just a rubbish nil-nil in the end after the first half. It should be a rubbish nil-nil. But we haven't found a, a way of taking points from games at the minute when they're running away from us. So we're losing too many games. Um, level ain't been good enough in too many of them. And, um, yeah, we need to sharpen up and do better because it ain't good enough. You mentioned Will Mannion say three really good saves in, in the first half, kept your side in at, at, at half-time, and he'll be irritated that he hasn't kept a clean sheet because, i say, the own goal is not a lot you could do about it, really. I know nothing. I mean, it's a, it's a horrible goal, isn't it? Horrible moment in the game where not so much was happening. Um, we changed the shape of the team at half-time and tried to get a little bit more threat and stop them centre-backs getting forward and delivering crosses. I thought we got a bit more control of it in the second half, but we never had enough um, fluidity or spark in our, in our attacking play. We had a couple of counter-attacks first half, which we needed to do better with and in the second half we didn't really carve anything open we haven't made either of their goalkeepers today make a save so um, at both ends of the game at the minute I get, we've either got to be a really aggressive hard-working robust team that finds a way of getting some scruffy points as we work towards being again a creative team that can win games but we've lost our way in that sense at the moment um, and obviously there's not many, many, so many options in the team at the minute as to, to what we can do. So there's quite a few players there that haven't been able to train all week. There's quite a few that are out and are going to be out for a while. We've had a little bit of COVID around players and staff. So it's been a brutal couple of weeks for us, really, in just player availability, training availability, things like that. Um, so it's made it really hard for us. But at the same time, whenever we go out on the pitch, we've got to deliver performances that have got a bit more energy and bite and aggression about it than that one did. Because... Um, yeah, we've lost a game that, that, that in the end should turn into a, a point at, at, um, at, at worst, really. Um, and as much as like we wouldn't be happy with the performance level, you have to stop a rut of results somehow and somewhere. And I thought actually on Tuesday night, I thought we found a good level in the game, but we didn't find that again uh, today. And they ran really hard and fast and they've had a good start to the season, Port Vale, and actually should be more points better off than they are as, as a lot of the statistics prove and, and in fairness a lot of the statistics prove we shouldn't be doing as badly as we are but God it's an absolute horror show of some of the goals we've been conceding recently so until we until we put that right we'll, um, we, we get deflated quite quickly in games if that happens so we've got to do that we've got to do that better yeah, you mentioned the formation started with the 3 4 1 2 again and obviously had to change things round at half time I'm assuming because of Greg Taylor having a golf with a head injury last thing he needed really no, we were going to change anyway. Um, we, could have, we could have done the, the shape change with the same team, actually, but we were going to change the shape anyway. We looked uncomfortable a little bit in the first half and we didn't really have an attacking threat that we wanted unless it was a counter-attack, but we certainly didn't contain them as much as we wanted. And, and in other games where we've been able to build possession a little bit deeper in the pitch, that their press was, was very good and they didn't really let us do it. So it was a scruffy game that we didn't get much control of either way. Um, so we were going to change the shape. Greg um, took a whack, got a cut, a bit concussed, a bit groggy, so he came off. Um, and fajiri has been chomping at the bit, really, to to play. He was unlucky not to start today, really. So um, he'll, um, he he came on. We changed the shape of the team. 
and, and kept trying to find a way. But um, it's, it's hard to pick a consistent team at the moment with player availability first uh, and also form of everybody. You know, we've got to take some responsibility to put some consistent performances in and then it becomes a little bit easier. So, um, yeah, we need a little bit more from everyone at the minute. You mentioned the top end of the pitch. That's, I think, four on the bounce here at the Abbey with, with no goals, just four in the last eight in the league. And, and players up top, I mean, you've got players that scored goal last season. Can you put your finger on what? is going wrong at the moment at that end of the pitch? Not really. I mean, I think sometimes when you get into these little ruts and you, you've lost a little bit of confidence and momentum in your games, sometimes that can happen. The type of chances we can create, some big defenders are playing back threes that are making it harder for us to create chances. And in the end, player form, we've just not been at the same level that we perhaps started the season. And a, and a really, really heavy game schedule early in the season has taken its toll quite early. I mean, we, we are, um, if there's a team more desperate for November than us, I'd love to know who they are. Um, we, we desperately need that time because we're putting players on the pitch that aren't able to train at the minute we're putting players on the pitch continually that just need a little bit of a break but we haven't got that for the next seven days so we've got to, we've got to dig in and try and get through this little spell and then go into November hopefully be able to get a few fitter and uh, recover a few that are struggling at the minute because uh, yeah as I said on, on Tuesday night everyone that didn't start wasn't able to and um, some of those boys didn't get out on the grass until a tiny bit yesterday. So it's been, um, it's been quite hard for us to, to find that consistency in a way in which we've been able to train and prepare for games. So, um, yeah, we've got, we got, we got to find a, a formula in the end. But also it comes down to players' responsibility to go and deliver performances and, and show what you're good at because um, we've done it before. We know we've got some good players, but can't say that every week and keep losing. We lost nine games. It's, it's way too many games, way too many games for a team like ours. We should have drawn some of those. Um, we, we were rightly beaten in some of those and some of those games you lose against the big, big teams. It's always harder for us to compete with those and the, the depth and the strength that they've got. But we haven't hit a good enough level often enough in the last month. And so it leaves us with a really poor run of form, poor run of results that we've got to do something about. I was going to say seven defeats in the last eight. That's a stark reality of it, unfortunately. And you've got two big games next week, Peterborough and Wickham firstly on Tuesday. What what do you think you need to do in a very short space of time just to try and get something on the board on, on Tuesday and next Saturday now? Well, one of two things. It's really hard when you're probably not as fluid to be the really creative team that you want to be and have goal threats throughout the team. So we better be solid and structured and organised and gritty and ruin a game and see if we can get something from it because we've got to try and get a positive result somewhere but I think I said a week or two ago it might get worse before it gets better and it's, it's absolutely chucking it down at the minute in our world so um, we've had lots of lots of things thrown against us and then we get a little bit stretched but we've still got good players on the pitch but at the same time we're probably not at the level we need to be physically at the moment and that's showing a little bit and then on top of that there's the element of that that almost anxiety or, or um, confidence, lack of confidence going into games. But you have to come down to a deep-seated deep belief in your ability that you can do it and you're going to do it. So, yeah, it's a great, it's an unbelievable challenge for all of us at the minute because it's not something we've been through as a team um, and not something we've been through as a club for quite a long time. So um, it's, it's super frustrating and disappointing. And if anyone thinks that we're not it feeling like that, we're, whatever you are all feeling, times it by a million because... Um, you can all go to work tomorrow or the next day and forget about it, but we can't, so um, we've got to do something about it. Yeah, if if you listen to, 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 you know, if you were there and watching him, it wasn't just what he was saying, it was the way he was saying it. He kind of, you know, he, he just looked a bit deflated, very frustrated and and a bit angry. And, he, you know, he's put it out there that it's it's a form issue. OK, we've got injuries, that we, you know, but every club gets injuries. Um, 
it's a form issue is that you know when we're not injured we've got goal scorers last year that can't you know couldn't couldn't buy a goal at the moment so you know w- w- what do you do you can't you, you can't just you can't just keep going out I, you know you can't give them a rest we you know we can't buy until january and even if we did you're not going to get a top class striker in january because we all know they don't come along and it, it's just really difficult as as we move in and the, the one the one thing and it's no consolation now as he said you know we've not been used to this uh, for a good number of years now uh, certainly under his reign it's the really first real sticky patch that we've had um, and you know he, he, at the back of his mind he must be worried about it yeah and I think he's got all right to meet him and uh, you know like you say you, you listen to his tone there and you, you saw him like and you know, emotional, deflated and quite rightly angry because the players aren't doing what they need to be doing. And uh, as he says, it's either win, you know, playing really good, fluid football, which we haven't done for a long, long, long time now. Um, And the players are completely out of form. So what they need to start doing is, is start digging in and start, you know, being gritty and, as he says, you know, just upsetting the rhythm of the game and this, that and the other. They're not doing that either at the moment. And, you know, apart from, you know, a couple of them, none of them are performing to the standards that they've set themselves. And uh, it needs to change. And, and too many of them, as soon as we seem to concede the goal, their heads go down and they're beaten. So, and it can't be like that. And like he said, you know, unfortunately, he can do everything that he can. You know, he can give them all the tools on, you know, what to do and the way to play and, you know, the the people to target and this, that and the other. But the players don't go out there and they're, they're not going to perform and they don't want to perform. And then, you know, there's nothing he can do once they've crossed the white line, you know, and, and making a simple three-yard pass, you know, to, to the same player in, in the same, you know, shirt. It isn't a hard thing to do, Tim, you know, but Mark Mark can't stop him from, from not doing that and making mistakes or knowing when to clear the ball out for a throw or, a, you know, or whatever, or give away a free kick. So, um, you know, there's a few that needs to come out ASAP, um, and I'm sure Mark will do that as and when he can. And there's a few of them that just need to buck their ideas up and stop, you know, they're not as good as they think they are right now. And they're not going to be as good as they think they are until they start putting the performances. And as he says, it's, it's only going to get worse before it's going to get better. And my God, this week it's going to get absolutely horrific. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into let's get into November. Let's yeah. look at the FA Cup game. Let's try not to lose that one if we can, and uh, and then we can go from there. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be. I think we're going to have a. We, 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 either way, we're going to have a very different view. I think next week because I think uh, a gritty draw uh, is is not something that's going to happen. I think it's either you know it's going to be back back to the old form and putting something in and perhaps getting something out of it, or it's going to be a, you know potentially two two decent hidings uh, this week. So we'll see what it is. Matt, thanks very much uh, for joining us. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Cheers. Take care, mate. Bye. So there we go. It is going to be a difficult, uh, difficult time this week. Um, uh, and then, you know, we're straight into the FA Cup, which is always a banana skin. We all know about Geisley. Uh, be moved to the Sunday, 2 o'clock, which doesn't make it any easier for people to get there necessarily. Um, and it, uh, we did get the extended highlights, so at least we get, I think it's about 12,000 on top of the ticket money, which won't be very much. Um, but, uh, yeah, that becomes, you know, if we've got a very out-of-form, very 
very non-confident team. That becomes a, a real worry for us for that, a game that we should absolutely wipe the floor with them. Um, but as I say, Geisley and uh, anyone who went there knows exactly what we did there. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's leave it there uh, with United. Uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk uh, Cambridge City. Broadcasting from the city centre. On FM, digital and your mobile. Cambridge 105 Radio. From the terraces on Cambridge 105 Radio. So I spoke to uh, Robbie uh, this morning uh, before we came on air um, looking at uh, what happened yesterday. Um, a couple of weeks back, of course, a win against Sporting Calsa, then Harbour Town uh, at home, a 3-0 loss. Uh, and Bolmis St. Michael yesterday, uh, with Ryan Ingrie, in, in a, in a, I think it was his first time back, uh, six minutes in, scores the first goal. It's one all at half-time. 3-1 at the end of the game um, this is what Robbie had to say uh, when I spoke to him this morning So Robbie, uh, unfortunately uh, a loss 3-1 at Bold May St Michael's but uh, you did score first Ryan Ingrid, uh back at the side scored and then uh, won all at half time but uh, 3-1 it finished it's, it's left you just above the relegation zone although I guess meaningless at this stage of the season with only 12 games gone but must be a little worrying Yeah it is and you know after last week's um, disappointing result against Harborough it was really important that we went into this week's game you know we you know, league tables are there, you know, teams at the moment that are at the top, you know, 12 games in, like you say, do we really see a lot in, we just believe what we're doing. Um, when we're on the pitch and we can play how we know we can play, we don't fear anybody. And and the same yesterday, you know, we took the lead after five minutes and we went on to, to dominate large parts, especially second half. You know, we were, we were camped in their half for the, literally the, the 45 minutes and yeah, it's you know it, it's worrying that results aren't quite where we want them to be. But like we've spoke before, you know when you when you miss you know very very big influential players like yesterday Taylor Parr, Scott Bridges, Simon Swinton, and Mikey Davis. You know four four lads that you know nine times out of ten will play probably every week when available. So they're big losses for us in the, in in the group and and how we play. Um, but. The way we went about the game yesterday, the performance level, the the willingness to you know to run and the, the desire that we showed to try and win the game, which is a place where you know they haven't lost at all at home all season, and you know to take the plaudits at the end of the game, you know it was hard for us because you know we'd done so much in that game to win it, and and when you're getting praised by opposition team supporters, you know, their president and chairman, you know, when they're saying that we're the best team to come there this season, you know, we've got to take heart from that. Yeah. You know, they've beaten teams like Hal Zoen at home, you know, teams that are at the top there who are, you know, probably better financially equipped in this level than we are at the moment. It shows you we're not a million miles away. And I, and I keep saying it, like we brought Ingry back into the team yesterday and for 45 minutes, Everyone in the ground could see we'd missed that, you know, focal point. You know, he's reliable with the ball into him. He allows players to run off him because he's always reliable. So, 
that was a massive plus for us. But because he's missed so much football, we took him off at half time. We took Ed Rolf off at half time. He'd not been very well. And we changed how we played a little bit and we, we wanted to get further up the pitch as a as a team. And and like I say, I can't fault anything that we did. We we had the better chances with it, the post, the bar, we've had shots off the line. And on another day, we could be sitting here, won the game four three, four one, four two. But individual mistakes have cost us again. You know, the third yeah. goal's right at the death, Tim. It's like, you know, it was the last kick of the game with throwing men forward because we're two one down. And you see it a lot, you know, you commit, overcommit, and then Yao, bless him, that's probably the only mistake he's made in the whole game. Cuts in on his left, tries to be clever instead of just using his right and, you know, pouting it down the pitch. But it's where we're at at the moment, but lots, lots to be pleased with. Players back next week, Taylor and Simon Swinton. So, you know, we're we're slowly but surely getting players back onto onto the pitch and, yeah, it just leaves us Mikey and Scott Bridges out for for probably the next month or so, um, both sort of long-term injuries. And a new arrival into the club uh, uh, late last, uh, late in the week? Yeah, he, Jake Strong. He's somebody that we've seen over the last few few years. He's a young lad that is very powerfully built. He's comfortable on the ball and he looks like he can change the game. And he's he's one of those players that you know, you're on your feet when he gets the ball 20 yards out because, you know, he, he's always looking to be positive, to take a shot on, um, take people on. Uh, so it was very pleasing to see the 45 minutes from him and also Connor Barnes coming half time. You know, he, him and Connor almost gave us fresh impetus at the, in the second half, the pace and the power that they both possess that it, it helped us go on a level. And... You know, that's why we've, we've got a squad that we've got. You know, players all feel that they should be playing. So it was a great to see people like Connor and Jake come on. You know, Jake's not played an awful lot as well. He got, uh, in his first game at Gold Manchester, got concussion. So, you know, he's not played for two weeks. So it was it was one of those where we wanted to bring him in because he can play either side uh, and he can play through the middle. So it gives us more variety within the group that we have. And and sort of moving forward, we we need you know players that can affect the, the game because we haven't scored enough goals, and that's one thing that we've spoken about a lot. You know, we lost twenty goals from Jared Robson and Ryan Swift in the summer, and we haven't really replaced those goals. So hopefully Jake can help with that, but also having Ryan back will definitely help with that. Hopefully, so you know, fingers crossed, we can uh, have a nice nice week of training, no injuries. And and we go into Saturday's game against Yaxley with just the two lads that are long term injuries sort of missing, um, and that'd be that'd be a great boost for us to be honest. Yeah, and you, you look at the two fixtures that are coming up next uh, Saturday, as you say, Yaxley bottom of the league, unfortunately having a terrible season, uh, and then you're following that immediately with second place Stamford. Um, uh, two two very different games. The Yaxley one important because. Obviously, everyone expects you to beat them uh, and allows you to potentially get some goals uh, and then move on to a Stamford side that's only lost one game this season. Yeah, it is. It's, this is a very tough league. And yeah, I know you actually are bottom and, it, and everyone sits there and, and expects us just to turn up next Saturday and, you know, four, five, six, six nil. I wish it was that simple. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, the, you know, it's a local derby for them. And I know... 
we know a lot of their players and we know their management and we know that they'll turn up at Cambridge City wanting to, you know, help then what we're trying to do. Now, you know, we, we need to approach that game in the same mentality that we approached yesterday's game. You know, worry about ourselves and, and do what we know we're capable of. And then the result hopefully will take care of itself. But moving on to the Stanford, you know, I don't like to look too far forward, always game by game. But, you know, you look at the performances we've had against the top six, you know, your Corbys, your Spaldings, even Baldemir, you know, we've dominated large parts of those games and we've come away with two draws. And, you know, yesterday's performance against a better team, we deserve more. But we feel confident playing whoever we're playing and we've got a good record against Stanford. You know, we were 2 nil up at their place last season and then we conceded two in the I think it was in the 92nd and the 97th minute. So, you know, we, we go there knowing that we know we can beat any team in this league, but we have to make sure that we worry about what we're doing. And if we do that and we play to our potentials, I don't see us, you know, like yesterday's result, we've lost, but the performance and the way we went about it, you know, I do feel going to teams like Stamford and, and Baldemir and, and Corbiers and Stamp and Howes Owen, we are more than capable of, of, of getting results. Yeah. And, you know, it's only a matter of time before we do start getting on that run because the confidence is starting to edge back into the group and there's a good feel about the team. You know, although we lost yesterday, the disappointment, but, you know, it wasn't that disappointment of poor performances. You know, we've dominated, been unlucky to come away with nothing, but, you know, we move on and, and we look forward to a, to a, to a big week. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, it, it, the plucky the plucky and the plucky team that uh, plays well and doesn't score and loses games gets relegated, unfortunately. And it's, as I said, it's very early in the season, but that's where City are at at the moment. And uh, um, hopefully, the confidence is there, and hopefully, the performances will come. Um, it's a big big week uh, for them, uh, finishing off with uh, the the Yaxi game on Saturday. Uh, everyone is expecting to beat them, and to be honest with the Yaxi form it's difficult to see them losing but you know you can never tell so uh, good luck to uh, Cambridge City on that one uh, quick break and then we'll come back and talk about Histon Across the city and South Cambridgeshire on FM, digital and your mobile Cambridge 105 Radio so Histon, uh, it's weird because you kind of think they've not had a good season, but uh, they have really. They've, they've not been very good in the uh, cup games, but in the league, um, they're uh, sitting there in eighth position thanks to uh, another win. A bad defeat last week against top of the table rugby. Spoke to Lance this morning. This is what Lance had to say uh, following uh, the uh, Rothwell Corinthians game. Uh, when I can just put that there and say, press that one. Lance, it was a heavy defeat uh, against uh, Rugby Town League leaders uh, last week, 6-3. We said at the time the positive is that you scored goals and, uh, you know, you held your own for long periods of the game. It was a very different game this week, Rothwell Corinthians, who were right at the bottom of the league. And I guess you did exactly what you needed to do, which is put goals past them and win 5-2. Yeah, we did. Um, We we said about, obviously, the rugby game was was quite good for, for long periods actually for 70 minutes like we said and we stayed in the game for that that time but yesterday was a slow start if I'm honest um, and 
we obviously got a great start with Reese scoring from the punish spot after eight minutes, but then it was a case of we never really got going in the first half. And like, you, but then like you just made a comment about, we did score goals in the second half, and we once we got our our front foot going and we and we got into the game, we, we, were, we were a threat yesterday every time we went forward, which was the most pleasing thing. And uh, as we also said last week, you know, it, it takes uh, just one win to uh, put you uh, right back up in the table. And that's indeed what happened with uh, yesterday's win. You're now at, back in eighth place again. Um, and looking forward now to uh, a couple of games, you've got fifth place Milton Keynes Irish next week. And then you've got, I think it's Long Buckby, who are second bottom in the league. Um, so again, two very different games that you'd be hoping to pick up uh, at least three points from them. Yeah, we said yesterday... Uh... I kind of our goal was to obviously win yesterday, which we did, uh, and then obviously depending on results yesterday, that we could we could leapfrog MK Irish if we were to beat them next week as well. So it still is our goal that we can get a win against those um, because then it puts us on level points with those. And yeah, it's just a case of one game at a time, and, and hopefully we can stay in that top eight, top six. You know, if we can get it a bit more of a run going. Yeah, we've got a couple of games or two or three games coming up where actually we we, we feel a bit more confident about ourselves. And I guess scoring scoring goals is is obviously I mean a, a great thing, but uh, particularly brings confidence uh, into the side um, as they uh, as they're getting results. Um, it was uh, a good crowd yesterday as well, 147 people according to the figures. So uh, um, people people are coming and and liking what they see at the moment. Yeah, I mean, we saw some some comments on Twitter yesterday about how they enjoyed the way we played a bit more through the thirds and got it out into wide areas. Um, but yeah, we had five different goal scorers yesterday as well, Tim. So that's obviously good for the team in terms of, you know, it's not just you're not just relying on strikers as such. So yeah, I mean, we look a threat from set pieces at the moment, which is good. And you know, hopefully everyone everyone went away happy. You know, even though I don't think we still played at our best yesterday, um, but to score five goals is always very pleasing. Yeah, yeah. And in terms of uh, squad uh, squad injuries, squad news, are, are we all right for uh, injuries at the moment? Well, Dan Brown obviously came off yeah. in the first half with an ankle. Um, we'll have to assess that in the next sort of 24, 48 hours to see whether how long, I think he could be out for at least one week. Um, so that obviously is not good for us. Uh, and then obviously we still have Pat Bexford serving one more ban for next weekend's game, but then he'll come back into the fray. So we're, we're still not where we would like to be numbers-wise. Um, but obviously, tight budget and, and stuff like that, I think people have to be kind of conscientious of that at times where we, we're, we're running on a, on a small budget and we have to ad- adhere to that sometimes. So your hands are tied in a way, but also the board will also say that if it's if mean needs must, then we can do something about it. So we have we have put a seven-day in for a player, uh, which I can talk to tomorrow. Um, actually, I won't name, name names just yet, but hopefully that if, come the end of next week, he could be in, in our squad, hopefully. So that'll be interesting to see, uh, A, who that is and uh, B, whether they can be in there quickly. As I said, uh, it, it, it's been it's been a, a, a bit of a stop-start season, but uh, at the end of the day, 11 games in, five wins, one uh, one draw, five losses, 22-4, 25 against, and a minus three goal difference and 16 points puts them uh, at the bottom of a group uh, on 16 points um, in eighth place on goal difference, although uh, if they can make three of those back, they go above Wellingborough Town. So it, it, it's going to be a good one. If they can get a result against Yaxley next week, then obviously uh, it would be a, a massive thing. And then Milton Keynes Irish, again, if they can, if the results go right for them, they could actually be right up there in the uh, top six. So uh, good luck to Lance and the team, and we'll, uh, watch the, uh, we'll watch the website to see who this new player is. Um, 
we'll uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, women's football. Across the city and South Cambridgeshire. Cambridge 105 Radio. So it's FA Cup Day, Women's FA Cup Day, uh, third qualifying round um, and both City and United are in action. Uh, important because the next round is the first round proper, the bigger clubs uh, start to join. Uh, but also for the prize money, it's £4,000 for the winning teams uh, today. Uh, so if you look at uh, average attendances, um, £4,000 is an awful lot of money. So uh, financially really important uh, to uh, put on a good run here um should we let's start with um let's start with city first of all so city are in action against colney heath that game kicks off in uh, 10 minutes spoke to rob coles this morning this is what he had to say uh, about uh, their marchtown game last week and uh, colney heath this week Rob, we left you last week. You were just about to play uh, March Town ladies in the uh, County Cup. In the end, uh, a, a big win. I think it was 9-0. Uh, I guess it was job done against uh, a side that you were expected to beat. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was uh, coming off the back of those three tough games which we've spoken about over the past few weeks. It was, um, it was a nice sort of, I guess, a little bit of a, a relief to sort of take a bit of the pressure off. But um, but the message to the girls was that we can't let this sort of uh, slow our momentum down. You know, we'd sort of built over those last three games and given the scoreline showed the, the sort of the comfortable nature of the win, but the uh, some some poor bad habits were were creeping into the performance, you know. So we what we sort of the message to the girls was that don't allow bad habits to creep into uh, to this week because you will get punished against the better sides. Yeah, and I guess it's difficult. We talk, we talked uh, every week about how hard the last few fixtures have been for you, um, and and really, to be honest, how well you done. You had that one nil narrow defeat against Hashtag, and Hashtag are scoring masses of goals. You then had the two nil defeat against Wimbledon, and then the Norwich two one. It does leave you, unfortunately, in the position where, um, uh, having played seven games, you're now just in the uh, the relegation zone. You're still away. You've got uh, FA Cup. We'll come to in a second, but obviously not the position you want to be in but you can capitalize on those games you've played recently yeah i mean like i mean i'm not trying not looking at the league table at the minute we're all we're really focusing on is our individual performances and uh as as a group and as a team and basically is that like when you look at those losses that we've won three of them again been against the the time the teams that are gonna be battling out at the, the top of the table uh with no sort of disrespect to our girls, they're not games that we're going to look at the beginning of the season and say that we're going to set out and win those games. Um, So we knew they were going to be tough and we knew we could be in this position after sort of seven games. But the reality is, is that it's our opinion in the camp that we've become a much stronger side for it. So we're looking forward to being able to test that against teams that we're going to be competing with throughout the season and, um, and making, setting a good example for ourselves, you know, putting a good account of ourselves forward. And as I said, it's FA Cup Day, third qualifying round, I think. Uh, Colney Heath away. Um, uh, how much do you know about Colney Heath? Uh, not a lot, to be fair. I mean, we've played we played a couple of teams in their league uh, over pre-season, so we know the level that they're at. And it's not, it's not going to be an easy game by any stretch of the imagination at all. But, but it, they are obviously much more evenly matched than the games we have played previously. So we're hoping that we can go out there, we can we can control the game more than we would do against the Wimbledon against the hashtag and we can flex our muscles a little bit and, and go and hopefully get the win. 
and, and obviously progression in the FA Cup is always a, a really good thing. Uh, I mean, to get to play some bigger teams, um, get some bigger crowds and perhaps even visit some uh, bigger stadiums is, is something that everyone looks forward to, whether it's men's football or women's football. The FA Cup, in no matter what, whether you're playing men's football, women's football, is always a good occasion. Everyone loves it and uh, we're no different. We're looking forward to today. We're looking forward to the opportunity to to go out there, to play, to play, a, have a good game um, and hopefully get the win and progress through and who knows what can come in the next round. Absolutely. And in terms of uh, squad readiness, uh, injury-wise, are you all right? I've had a couple of illnesses. Uh, Injury-wise, we're good. I mean, we've been really fortunate this year with injuries. Uh, and last year when we did the under-23s, actually, but we didn't get any injuries last year. Uh, and this year has been the same. We haven't had any injuries so far. A couple of illnesses, uh, but I think there's plenty of bugs going around with the weather change and mm. stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, we're looking strong. Yep, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting because <laughs> lots of the clubs we cover are talking about uh, performances but not results. Uh, but if you do look at the last uh, three games they played, uh, hashtag uh, they're scoring about five goals per game and they managed to put one past Cambridge City. Uh, Wimbledon again, um, these are the top three sides they're playing. 2-0 uh, uh, win. So again, there's lots of other sides being beat much more comprehensively. Uh, and actually a 2-1 uh, loss uh, against Norwich City. So those are the top three sides in the league. Um, it will be uh, interesting and hopefully uh, Cambridge City can progress in there um, United on the other hand are playing Norwich um, so interesting that uh, City have just taken them to 2-1 uh, you know, loss only um, So, uh, but we think back to the first game of the season I think it was um, for, uh, for United when they lost 4-1 at the Abbey um, so certainly not an easy game uh, there um, spoke to Darren, uh, they had a friendly last week uh, an interesting scoreline come on to that now uh, this is what he had to say Darren you were without a game uh, last week and arranged a last minute uh, friendly against Northampton Town development team 2-0 at half time 9-0 at the end uh, okay not the quality of the opposition you were looking at but a good run out yeah for sure and um he gave us an opportunity to get players that are in and around the squad on the fringes, haven't had so much game time, gave, gave us a chance to get them 90s in the, in the tank. So that's been really useful for them. And uh, equally, it gave us a chance to try a few things out. And yeah, look, the, the score ultimately was, um, you know, looked like it was a very one-sided game. But I think from our perspective, what was pleasing was the way we played and the way we dominated the game on the ball. That was something we've been trying to concentrate on is being better in possession and having more domination of the game in that sense. So yeah, it was a, it was a really good fixture for us. Um, Obviously, the County Cup game, we, we didn't have a game because of that, but at least it gave us a run out and it gave us a chance to try some things. And it's FA Cup Day uh, tomorrow. You've got uh, Norwich at Norwich. Uh, obviously, uh, opening game of the season, uh, a, a heavy loss to them, but probably not quite as uh, quite as bad as it looked on paper. But you'll be looking for a, a big improvement. For sure. Um, funnily enough, I watched the game back again the other day and realised actually just how little sort of control of the game we had actually it was a you know the transitions were happening constantly and we, we never really got a foot on the ball and built and, and progressed up the pitch it was always a little bit sort of you know move the ball a bit too quickly go forwards too quickly and, and things didn't really happen so um, yeah we'll be looking to improve on that for sure I think you know from my perspective it'll be an interesting game because they've been in good form Ever since that, you know, first game of the season, we didn't know whether that was going to turn out to be something that, that may not be, get repeated by other teams. But, um, you, you know, Norwich have been in great form, to be fair to them. So looking forward to it and seeing if we can put a few things right. And in terms of selection, obviously, you said you brought some people in who were around about the fringes. Would last week's performance have changed uh, your opinion of anyone? Is anyone likely to get a start this uh, Sunday? Yeah, yeah, they did, actually. Um, 
and, it, and it's that's that's what the you know the beauty of those kind of things is where you get an opportunity to have a look at players and, and give them a chance to push themselves in and around the team. So that definitely happened. Um, I was impressed with a couple of the performances in there. Um, like you say, okay, the opposition allowed us probably to have a little bit more of the ball than, than teams, certainly than teams were in our level. But equally, um, you know, I like the performances from people and yeah, they've, they've definitely pushed themselves into the reckoning. And in terms of injuries, how are you going? Not too bad. Uh, Abby Jackson's just struggling a little bit with a, with a swollen ankle. So it's a little bit touch and go whether she'll make it. But uh, she, if she doesn't, it's only literally a matter of days. She'll be back in training Tuesday. So it's just whether we take that risk tomorrow. Um, but yeah, other than that, we're looking pretty good. And you mentioned that Kaylee Ann was back uh, training. How's that going? Yeah, she's back. Uh, looking good, actually. So she'll be playing for the development team tomorrow. So for her now, after being out for quite some time, it's all about getting a minute. So we're really fortunate to have the uh, development team. Uh, and, and it's back to the Abbey uh, week on Sunday. Uh, Cambridge City in the uh, plate, uh, league, plate Cup. Yeah, Cambridge City at the Abbey in the plate. Really looking forward to that. Uh, obviously, any derby is always good. Peterborough for the men on the Saturday and, and Cambridge City for us on the Sunday. So a double derby weekend, something to look forward to. Something to look forward to indeed. Uh, thanks very much uh, to everyone for joining us and good luck to both of the uh, women's teams. Uh, one kicks off, City kicking off in about a minute and the United in about an hour. Um, hopefully they can get out and that and get into the next round. Thanks to uh, Matt, to uh, Robbie, to Lance, to Rob and to Darren for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Stay tuned. Tony Barnfield up next. Thanks very much. If you're like me, you've got a family and a business, and you want to protect what's most important when the chips are down. With Woodfine Solicitors, that's exactly what happens. I got a bespoke legal service from a friendly expert team. They really listened to what was going on and tailored their recommendations to my situation, which was, well, that's another story. Anyway, the best thing was that it all happened online. A few simple clicks and I had my quote. That freed up time to focus on... Everything else. Get the help you need when you need it most. Visit woodfinds.co.uk or call Cambridge 411421. Woodfinds, cutting through the red tape. This is Cambridge 105 Radio. Brian Eversham is Chief Executive of the Wildlife Trust in Camborne and he's been telling us what community radio means to him. Local radio of this quality gets through to people in their own homes so they feel part of that community. It's a great way of breaking down loneliness barriers, putting people in touch with each other and finding out what's happening on your own doorstep. FM Digital and Smart Speaker. Across the city and South Camps, Cambridge 105 Radio.